Hey y'all, this is Southern Woods here, and welcome to another TSW podcast. It's been the first one in a long time, and you know, this is going to officially kick off the series with my good friend Declan Moss. Say hi, Declan. Hi guys, how are you doing? He will be my official partner for podcasts for the time being, maybe forever, we'll see how it works out. This is also the first podcast with the Blue Yeti mic, so please let me know how it is. A lot of firsts this time. This will also be the first time I will try to post my podcast other places as well. Wherever I post them, I will put in the description of this YouTube podcast video. All right, so today we are going to be talking to kick off this series with me and Declan about night drives. Night drives indeed. We've been on, how many is it now? Three, four, five? Together, too many account. You by yourself, too many account. <laughs> and we've been doing them for a couple of years now. Um, basically, it is how it sounds. We go and we drive all night. Sometimes on the interstate. Sometimes taking back roads. Just sometimes we have destinations. Sometimes we don't. And sometimes it gets creepy. Yes, uh, a lot of this podcast is going to be talking about weird experiences we've had on the road in the middle of the night. Um, let's see. I guess we should talk about our typical route. You want to talk about that? Okay, so whenever I'm by myself, I go up through, um, take 575, this is in Georgia, of course. Take 575 till it branches off, keep straight all the way to Hiawassee, take myself up to Helen, and then turn around from there and come right back the same way. And this, this drive is pretty great for me because it's a straight line, but still has some really nice mountain curves on it and makes a really nice thrill. But however, whenever it's me and Alex going out, it really don't matter. We just go where we feel like going. Road, road takes us wherever we go. Yes. I was going to say, the first few times you've taken me on night drives, it was that typical route. Um, yes, it was. That was when I uh, started getting comfortable with it. And then after a few times, we started diverging. And uh, lately, we've been eating out before we've gone on night drives. Get a nice full stomach. Let's just go longer. Yeah, let's just go longer. Before... We would usually drive until probably midnight, one o'clock, and then we get real hungry. And then it's like, oh, we gotta find like Waffle House or yeah, something. It's only Waffle House. Yeah, and then half the time we have a hard time finding an open Waffle House. One time, we must have gone to like four different Waffle House locations, and one just wasn't even there. It was just, it was just a, it wasn't even a building. It yeah, was really nothing. It there. was nothing there. We went to an invisible Waffle House. <laughs> that, we we were getting real hungry that night. That was. That was rough. Mm-hmm. So we've learned, eat, eat a nice big meal before you go, and then you can snack on the way at gas stations and whatnot. Yes, sir. But we, we've we've had some weird experiences on that drive. We have. We have. Like, the first one that comes to mind is one of the first night drives we went on, but we ended up somewhere on the perimeter of Atlanta. I don't think it was our Atlanta night drive, but we ended up where they have those walking bridges above yeah. the interstate. And when we were passing by, like just past under the bridge, it looked like, in my mind, someone was like dumping a body off the bridge. But I mean, we, we kind of get these vibes every single drive. But that one, like we literally, even before that, we've been driving down the road and like there's an unbelievable number of bridges in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure anybody who was around there knows of it. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti Junction, renowned for how atrocious it is. <laughs> But even before that, we, we were pretty sure that we had seen somebody fucking bolt across a bridge. And, you know, we were like, it's, fam, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing <laughs> running, bolting full speed across a bridge in Atlanta? 
But um, yeah, there's there's some creepy stuff out there, especially whenever you see somebody throw a body yeah. over a bridge. That's when it gets weird. Two, two or three in the morning, man. That's when the weird people. We've seen multiple people just walking in the middle of the road before. Yeah. It's like you shouldn't be doing that, right? <laughs> it, it, it certainly, you know, you start asking yourself. You're like, you know. Is it the fact that I'm actually seeing somebody, or is it the fact that I've been in a car since 8 p.m. and it's currently 2 a.m. I'm not even all the way home yet? <laughs> am, I, is, is my mind just playing tricks on me, or did I actually just see that shit? Yeah, we we had some inter interesting uh, encounters. Like when we thought we saw there's someone they're driving on the wrong side of the road. That's what it was, right? Were they? Maybe. They were driving on the wrong side of the road, and then they were like stopped on the side of the road, and it was weird. They what what they what happened was they weren't on, they weren't driving on the wrong side of the road, but their car was parked mm. facing the wrong side for the side it was parked on. So we, we were on the right hand side, and then their car was parked to our right, but still facing towards us yeah. where it shouldn't have been. And the guy was just standing on the outside of the truck, looking over the edge. Yeah, that's what it was. He was looking over the edge of the fucking guardrail. So we're like, is this dude dumping a body? <laughs> that's that's one of our go-to brains. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were in woods. rural West Georgia, I believe, in this one. Because we we're close to Alabama on that drive. But um, this is surely one thing, though. We are not afraid to call the cops. We're not we, afraid we to call the cops. Afraid. But the fact of the matter is you don't want to call the cops for no reason. But I know one night we actually did call the police. We were, um, what is that? Tacoa. We Tacoa. We, we were right near Tacoa College in the town of Tacoa. And um, we drove by, on the left side is an open field, but there's trees in front of it. You can still have a, a field behind it, though. This lady is sitting next to a minivan. No, she's not sitting, she's standing. All the doors are open, the yeah. trunk is open, and she's just standing there, like, with fucking gloves on. And I was kind of like, this just looks. Yeah, Weird. she had fucking like surgical gloves yeah. on or something, and then all the doors in the van were open, as you said. There was like, I don't know, it it looked real weird. Like, what are you doing? It was like two in the one, yeah. one two in the morning. What are you doing outside your van, just parked on the side of the road where there's like fucking nothing but forests and fields? It was weird. We um we drove by twice. We drove by we, twice to get a better look, just to see what's going on. And both times we were just left dumbfounded. So finally we were like, you know what, this is just weird. We were like, if we call the cops, it's not going to matter. They'll come check it out, blah, 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 blah. So we call the police, and in Tacoa, they have nothing better to do at 2 a.m. Yeah. So I they mean, were there quick. They, they were there really quick. And it was like, and it was like three different vehicles, three different police cruisers. And um, what happened was, I assume it was a domestic dispute because soon after we drove by again just to see what was going on. <laughs> And the lady was no longer alone. It was her, like three police officers, and then another guy as well. And we saw a house on the other side of the road, which we hadn't seen before. Yeah, because we were so focused on the left side of the road. So we, we, we used to assume it was a uh, domestic dispute going on. I know that um, I've seen a few things without you, but one of the things still with you, though, was one night when we were driving, and we took the interstate a while off, and we got into some back streets. And, and these, this were, we were not anywhere hilly. It was just all fucking flat. <laughs> and we were just taking turns and turns and turns. And um, I'm, I'm using Waze. So I, I have Waze on in my car just to show me the speed limits of the areas I'm in. And then just so I can see if the road we're turning on to dead ends or not. So I look at Waze and we're heading down this road. And we pull off next to a church. I'm like, you know, we're going to try this road. So like a dumbass I am, it's like 2 in the morning. I gun it down the roads and everything. Going like fucking 40, 50, within like rising into the road. And um, pull up to the church, you know, I gun it for a second, and then I'm like, shit. Because in front of me, there was no road. 
Just what dropped. Waze just said there was a road. <laughs> but in front of us, what we saw was just a sheer cliff <laughs> that looked like it went onto road below the cliff, but I can guarantee you that shit was not a fucking road. Yeah, like, even if it was, it was such a steep drop-off that you might as well be driving off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Like, Waze was trying to kill us. <laughs> That's really what it felt like. If you gunned no it 40, 50 off of that, I mean, we're, we're going for a little ride <laughs> in the air. Might as well be in an airplane. That... That was one. I still wanted to go down it for a second, but it, it just seemed because it was by a church in a cemetery. That's yeah. the other thing. It was in a cemetery, basically. It's one of those roads you drive down and you may not be driving back. Yeah, home, my you know vehicle certainly not four wheel drive. So no. <laughs> if I get stuck somewhere, we're gonna be spending the night there. No, yeah, probably that was that was one of those roads that stuck with me for a while. Um, let's see. We went to Atlanta once. We went to Atlanta. That was a funny story. I think that was probably our best drive in the terms of it, like, besides being, like, the creepy type of drive. Like, the one yeah. that we like creepy drives, but at the same time, when we went to Atlanta, we it, it was different. It was certainly not a creepy drive, and I know that at one point I had to get gas, and that was, that was a funny yeah, experience. Yeah, it was, like, almost... 2, 3 in the morning, we pull up at this 24-7 gas station, and no, we're in the heart of Atlanta, so, I mean, we're the only white dudes there. Okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only white dudes there. And, the, keep in mind, I, I don't drive a terrible car. I drive a 2015 Jeep Cherokee, we pull up to the gas station, and I am in the cheapest vehicle there. Oh yeah, there were Maseratis, Corvettes, all sorts of nice, fancy, luxury, and sports cars, like... I don't know if it was like a rapper meetup. I don't know, but <laughs> this man Declan dressed a head to toe in hot pink. I'm over here dressed head to toe in <laughs> camo, with a big old blade on my side. <laughs> Only white dudes there. There's a line for the bathroom, and um, we were chilling there. And this dog, this guy walks up, full, full in like just designer drip. I'm like, oh. dude, I really love your outfit. He's like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. We just <laughs> talked there for a second. I was like, this is just. It just felt weird being in Atlanta at 2 a.m. Um, good, good chill environment. Yeah, that, that honestly <laughs> kind of makes you think, like, when people talk about how big, like, the race differences and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally pull up in Atlanta, we pull up at a gas station, and there is no unease anywhere. Like, literally, yeah, everybody's right. just chilling out, having a good time, yeah. and literally, there's nothing off at all. Exactly. Like, it, it, was, it was a good time, and, you know... <sighs> This world these days, <laughs> trying to trying to make it seem so hot and so uh, divided when it really yeah, isn't. Just no. a couple of white boys from uh, the burbs just show up in, a, <laughs> in middle of Atlanta gas station with a bunch of other guys, not the same colors of, but it was a vibe. It was great, fucking nice ass cars. They were really nice, but it I, was, I was I was envious. I know. <laughs> I was like, man, can I have your Maserati? Like, <laughs> But that, that was a nice drive. Another thing that made that drive nice is we like to get lost sometimes in, well, obviously in the heart of fucking Atlanta, left, right, left, you're, you're just oh, getting you're more lost. You're getting lost in the fucking skyscrapers or the fucking hood, anywhere. At one point, we were just trying to find the next place. We were trying to get, I think, back on the interstate. Just trying to get out of Atlanta. Just to get the next exit something like that. And I, t- I take a left. And I'm like, you know, this is a really big like left-hand turn. And because it's six lanes, take a left, and all six lanes are one way. I'm driving the wrong way. But <laughs> you know, it, it's 2 a.m., so I'm like, there's nobody coming. So obviously, I pull a U turn across all six lanes, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I couldn't do this in the daytime. I couldn't. It would just stress me out too much. 
Oh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> in the daytime, six lanes, six different cars <laughs> coming at you. But, yeah, that was a good ride. Um, you have had a real creepy experience alone on one of your night tracks in the mountains that yes. I was not a part of. Kind of envious, but maybe not. Why don't you tell it? So, I, I started my drive, and it takes the, the full drive just to get to where I go to turn around. takes almost three hours. But so I, I get up near Hiawassee. Actually, I, I was just passing through Hiawassee, and I came across just a hunk of meat in the road. Now, from what I assume is, I assume it's just where a deer has been hit by a semi, because there are semis that go up and down that mountain all night. And so I just assume it was a carcass of a deer, but that thing was just mutilated right in the center of the lane. And I'm just like, you know, I was already getting bad vibes, but I was like, mm, I'll keep going, whatever. So I keep driving down. Um, and then I start going headed over to Helen from uh, Hiawassee, and I usually roll all my windows down, have my music blaring, just vibing out, and then all of a sudden, my music doesn't just stop. My music goes to the next song, but it just happens to be a song that has like a really, really long startup, so there's no noise at the beginning, and um, so all of a sudden, I just hear, hear running next to my car. I'm, I'm on a two-lane road. Nobody else is out here. It's fucking probably midnight at this point. And, um, cause I left it about 10 o'clock that day. And, um, so I hear running alongside my car and I'm like, huh, all right. <laughs> so I turn the volume down on the vehicle and, um, still going and I can just hear it. I hear, hear the running and I come across these deer in the middle of the road. And they don't, like, obviously deer, they'll say, like, fucking deer in headlights just stand there still looking at yeah. you. But, I mean, they can usually go away if you honk at them or flash your lights to them, whatever. These deer said no. So, I'm just sitting there, still, not moving, as I look at four deer staring at me in the middle <laughs> of the road. And I hear the noise running up next to me after some I'm music down all the way. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on? So I just, you know, I, I inch forward, press the horn on, and flashlights to finally move out of the way. And so at this point, I'm kind of like, um, I don't know if I want to be up here anymore. At that point, when the deer moved out of the way, were you still hearing what was running? I was hearing something along the side of the woods. So it was on the opposite side. So I, I'm on the right-hand lane, there's a left-hand lane, and mm -hmm. then there's the woods from that. Because okay. to my right is like a cliff. Not like a yeah. cliff, but it's really steep. Yeah. So it's to my left, which is also really steep. But the fact that so the fact that I could hear it running, mm -hmm. I don't know. If, obviously, I was probably just going crazy at this point, just thinking <laughs> of some random stupid shit. But um, the deer finally moved, and I haul ass. I, I normally go fast, but that night I went a little bit faster, and definitely probably ruined my brakes. But um, and then so I get through Helen, and after you come through Helen, this is. This, is, this isn't going to Helen from Hiawassee. You go a little further up as you're going to go to Clayton. Then you go to Helen from there. But, um, so after you get through um, Helen, you get to some really, really sharp turns. And on one of them, I look in front of me, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it's a bear. It is a bear. It's a bear cub, actually, is what it is. And um, so I'm flying down the road, and I see the bear cub. I slam on the brakes. I almost come in contact with him. And um, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, Mama Bear comes running across the road, 
to her baby, and I'm like, you know, I feel like I was just like an inch away from getting mauled to death by a black bear if I had hit the baby, because I would have for sure stopped. All my windows are down, and I would have just been clobbered by a black Motherfucker bear. Motherfucker would just dive into your car. So, <laughs> so I just decided, I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything anymore. I was like, I had the windows rolled down, I let the music blare, and I just kept the speed limit, and I took my time going home. I got home safely. But all I can say is that that night drive, the entire time, just bad vibes. Bad vibes. I still go on that same route, but, I mean, it's just, it just a be weird, different sometimes. It's a weird sequence of events it is. that you had. You come across this mystery flush of meat on the road. <laughs> That's always a little disconcerting. I mean, probably roadkill of some sort, but still, like, okay. Just a pile of flesh on the road. And then you're driving, and you're fucking song goes to the next one and during that silence you hear something run up along your car and then there's a group of deer in the road and they're just staring at you and won't move for a while <laughs> and then you see a bear just a just a weird sequence of events probably get you on edge for sure but that that's the thing of those night drives especially depending on where you are how late it is how long you've yeah. been driving once the uh once the anxiety anxiety of an uh, event or even just hearing something sets in it sets you on edge so much more because you're already yeah. sleep deprived. It's late at night. It's dark, and it, it really gets to you. Sometimes you you do see things for sure, uh, definitely in your head. But they're fun though. I enjoy going on night drives. I really enjoy it too. And um, one thing that has happened though is we have really decreased the frequency we go on them, yeah. mainly because Heck gas. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, well and we have gas and school. Yeah. So me and me and college. Alex are. Before I wasn't in college, I was taking um, a break from the fall semester. I started back in spring. So whenever I first started back into college, we didn't have any time to go on the night drive. So we usually just take the breaks that we get, and then me going back to school this summer to catch up on some classes. We, we aren't going to have all the time. We're probably going to do two more night drives this summer. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's decreasing in frequency. But honestly, when that happens, it just makes you enjoy it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. It makes you appreciate the moment and the mm-hmm. drive all that much more. Uh, honestly, I think it keeps us more awake because we know that it's not going to happen yeah, for and a while. Yeah, not again. Yeah. When we go on them like fucking every other week, it seemed there for a little stretch. I think it really messes with you a little bit. But it's also a great way to get to know somebody. Because, oh, I mean, yeah. like, All you do is talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, like, when you're sitting in a car, me and Alex have known each other since kindergarten. Yeah. And we're both 20 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've known each other for the, the better half of almost two decades now. Yeah. And um, it, whenever, whenever you're sitting in a car for 10 hours, you have to talk to that person. Oh, yeah. Because if you just turn the music up, it's kind of like... Does they feel like I'm ignoring them? Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's a whole list. So you end up just talking to me the entire time. And it gets to the point where we'll be sitting there, like, don't know what to talk about. So we just go, all right, what's your top three favorite desserts? Oh, yeah. What's, what, what's your top three favorite superpowers? We just talk about, like, random stuff threes. like that. Yeah, a lot of top So threes. many top three questions. Uh, top three least favorite, top three favorites. <laughs> uh, would you rathers? All, all sorts of uh, stuff like that. And that's really... uh gone us to know each other a little bit more yeah although half the stuff you end up forgetting on the night (laughs) because it's 2 a.m and you're already tired (laughs) but a lot Uh, of that just a lot of storytelling reminiscing talking about life i mean it's definitely it's it's a stress reliever for sure it's a way to just vent about what's going wrong yeah you know what you what you're concerned about in the world, in the future where you want your life to go because obviously we're in that weird phase we're in college we don't 
exactly know uh, what our path is going to be here in the next yeah, few years. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, I'll be a successful YouTuber, podcaster, <laughs> whatever, and uh, always hope I can just one. live off of that. But realistically, may not happen. So it's just a good way to talk and just yeah. But we've done, we've done all sorts of stuff. We've we've done Mad Libs. We've showed each other a lot of new music. We've showed yes. each other. Declan listens to a lot more different music than I do, and then I listen to a lot more different music than he does. But combined together, we listen to so much different music. Yeah, and we usually devote like a certain amount of time. Like for me, since I'm the one driving, yeah. Alex doesn't care as much. I'm usually the one who's in charge of music for a lot longer. But we literally set aside two hours each night drive for him to play his own music, yeah. and like it's it's literally just him showing me new music to listen to. So I mean, I, I literally vibe out to it. But even half the time we're driving. It's like you're not even listening to the music. Oh, yeah. Like, you're literally just talking. Sometimes we'll go in stretches where you just turn the music off, roll the windows down, and just yeah. listen to the atmosphere outside and talk. And especially on those quiet, desolate, like, mountain roads and stuff, when you have the windows down, no music, it's a whole different vibe. Yes, it is. And sometimes it's kind of creepy. Sometimes it's just not. It's just kind of um, kind of calm, peaceful. But we, we've been everywhere. We've been, you know, through the mountains. We've been on the countryside, in the city. Uh, we've gone to North Carolina, we've gone to Tennessee, Alabama. Alabama. I mean, we, we've driven a lot through the state. Like, if they if there was a an app or something that showed you all the roads you've covered in the state, or like how Miles many, upon miles. Oh, I couldn't even, I don't even know at this point how many miles it could be. Yeah, how many different side roads we've been on, everything. Like, we, we've been through a lot. But speaking of talking about that, what, what are some of your favorite um, places we've gone through or stopped at? I don't remember where it is, but it's the first night drive I think we ever went on. No, what did we ever went on? Because I know that like first three we did this my same. Yeah, we did the same route each same time. Route. And then the first time we did something different though, we ended up at this area, and this is a really weird area. It's, it's on there's two lakes actually over there, and I think it, it might have been one lake. I don't really know, don't but know. we come across the edge of a. I don't even know if I call it a mountain, but it's a really steep area, and there's two lanes of the road. One is just closed. Oh, I know and, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's okay. the one closest to, like, the hill that's closed. Yeah. And there's a light that's just red, and it says, one car at a time. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, so what if we stop for a second? The light doesn't change. So my mind, I'm kind of like, you know, maybe I'm just stupid, whatever. So we go along, there's, no, there's not another car. But it was just, it was kind of interesting because, like, you could look around, and even at night, it was kind of serene. Yeah. Like, it was something a lot different. I'd never even seen that part of Georgia before. It was close to Tennessee. I was think that was one of the times that we went into Tennessee for mm. a minute. Um, so I think it was close to the border of Tennessee. But that whole road, because, as he said, it, it was a one-lane road because they cut the other lane off with cones. It basically made me think of all those videos you see of, like, in foreign countries where you have the one lane mountain road and you're just going because that's what it was we were on a mountain on this just one lane road because the other side was blocked off and after the cones it's just cliff yeah it's just it's cliff you're if you drive off you're woo, probably gonna die you're just probably gonna dead. die and the fact that it went it was such a long stretch one lane and if there was another car i don't know what we would have done one of us yeah. would have to reverse all the way back, and that would have been kind of sketchy. Either that or fucking move the cones out of the way <laughs> and just let them through. Mm. But that that was where I thought where you were going was um, one of our first night drives. I don't know where we stopped. It was by some sort of building, 
but we stopped and we looked over the side of the road and again it was like a ravine or that a was that, that's the normal route the but normal. rather than going to Helen it's going to Clayton Gotcha. So r- rather than taking the right to go to Helen, you just keep going to go to Cleveland. There's a gas station where I always turned around at, and yeah, that's where that was. That's where that was. And that was weird because for me, I had never gotten out of the car right there. So I, I always, I, I always use that as my turnaround point. I would just stop, put some of my favorite songs on cue because going back from that way, you can fly through those mountain roads and you put on your favorite music, roll the windows down, and that is one of the most fun parts of the drive I've ever been. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like a whole ravine, like of just ivy and trees. Like, yeah, it, it looks like, like it looks like we were looking down on a canopy of plants or trees. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you jumped, you wouldn't hit ground. You'd like fall through vegetation and then hit ground. That's what it looked like in the dark. But you have to keep in mind that like below us are fully grown trees, mm-hmm. and they aren't even halfway to the top of this fucking ravine. <laughs> so I mean, you you think to yourself, trees grow like what twenty? 30 small tree. I mean, some 50, 200 oh, feet. Oh, 50, 100 feet. Yeah, easily. Yeah. None of them even came close to the top. So, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, jump off. You're going to hit it from branches, and all of a sudden, you have 100 more feet to go. Yeah, it was... I want to go through there at day just to see what it like. Yeah. See what it's like. But at night, it was just a... It was an odd little piece of scenery. Um, I, I do enjoy... Usually we don't end up at Helen together when we go on night drives, but the couple times we have gone through Helen, Helen's just such a beautiful town at night. It is, especially during um, Christmas. Christmas is a very Christmas beautiful. Christmas is very nice to go up through there. All a bunch of lights, very uh, calm, qu- such a quiet town. Even it at is, night, uh, well, like, especially like, I mean, it can at night. Yeah, least. on nights, and then if it's not on the weekend, if it's on the weekend, you can go up there till like one a.m. and there's yeah. still people out in the streets walking around and whatnot. But if you're like, if it's a weekday or it's really, really late, it is really just a nice, calm place to drive through. Oh, yeah. And um, I love driving through Hiawassee only because all these night drives and everything have really made me want to move to Hiawassee or somewhere (laughs) around there, Lake Chattooga, when I get older. It's such a beautiful uh, lakeside town. Um, Definitely recommend driving through there, stopping by the lake. Um, But yeah, we've... We've seen a lot of cool places. Yeah. And, well, you know, it's we're kind of fortunate to, like, live where we live because we're we're not – we're in the city, obviously, but we're, we're not – in the burbs. Yeah. yeah, but we're not so close to anything where we can't go to the mountains. Like, we, you take an hour drive north, and you're going to get to some hills. And just like our actual – actually, our previous night drive, like, just our last one, we ended up in a mountain, and we were like, how the hell is this only 30 minutes away from us? I don't know. Just this – it wasn't like a huge mountain, but it definitely had some elevation, yeah. some windy roads. It's called Horn Mountain, I believe. So that's was it Horn Mountain. Yeah, Horn Mountain. Yeah, I don't know what it looks like during the day, obviously, but at night it was a, it was a nice little mountain to drive yeah. around on. Um, but yeah, I definitely think where we live in Georgia, just the North Metro Atlanta area, is such a good place to live, um, especially through a, a driving aspect, like for our night drives, mm-hmm. because. We're an hour or so away from the mountains. We're an hour or so away from literal flat countryside. We're an hour or so away from the nearest part of Alabama, from Atlanta. Like, there are so many places you can get within a couple hours from here and just a whole different scenery. Mountains, uh, countryside farms, city, birds. Like, we live in just the, the center of all of it and just... A couple hours each direction, you're you're in a whole different environment, a whole different vibe. 
One thing that going on night drive does not do though is help me increase my patience with driving. So at <laughs> night, at night when you're driving, you don't have to wait for anybody because there's nobody on the road to wait for. So you come up to a light if it's red, you go up to that light, it turns green. Yeah. Like there's no waiting for anybody or anything. So whenever you're driving during the day, it just kind of makes you go, you know what? This is stupid. <laughs> Why am I waiting an hour in line in rush hour traffic to go two miles? <laughs> So it certainly makes you mad, but also at the same time it makes road trips easier. Oh, like yeah. I, I, I driving out to California from Georgia, that's a long ass drive. But I spent the entire time in my car switching off, driving, and it didn't feel like that was that bad at all. Like I feel like driving has become my second home pretty much. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a great hobby to have. Uh, I recommend if uh, you're close friends with someone or even family member. It's something to try out. Maybe not now since gas is so high, yeah. but when it eventually hopefully comes back down. Like when we started doing it, I mean, it was gas was the upper dollar level. Yeah, lower we, $2. we weren't even at two. Like it was, we started at a great time to start doing it together because it was so damn cheap and you could go forever. Now it's like, well, 50, 60 bucks a trip just <laughs> in gas just to drive around all night. But it's definitely a good hobby. Um, definitely. You get to know your car, get to know your area, get to know whoever you're driving with a lot better. Um, we're going to be taking my little brother out our next drive. Yes, First are. time having a three-person night drive. This should be interesting. I don't know how it's going to go, but it's just, it's a vibe for sure. Um, I was going to say uh, another thing that one of our first night drives or earlier when we started doing that is always going northward on the interstate on our on your normal route we'd see these lights in the clouds <laughs> we would see and it looked like a spotlight but we kept on seeing them and just the directions we're going we're like what is this what's going on so finally one night after a few times driving through seeing and going like you know what is this we're like we're gonna find the source of these fucking lights so we drove for half an hour, maybe an hour around the interstate looking like we're trying they, to get close to them. Trying to get close to where the lights were coming from. Finally, we realized it was like a private airfield it, or something. It's the, um, it's not a private airfield. It's just a smaller one. A smaller, a smaller. And it's one that we had no idea how to get to. Oh, yeah. And if you look at it like on your GPS or whatever, there's no access road to it. Like, there's nothing on saying yeah. how to get this fucking Yeah, airport. we tried so hard to get to the, the airfield, and we never could, we just, we just but we it. definitely um, pretty much figured out that's probably where the spotlights were oh, coming yeah, from. Easily. But at first, we're like, what is this? <laughs> What's going on? Where uh, Where's it coming from? <laughs> even even if you don't have anybody to go with, like, just going oh. on a night by yourself, like, it gives you... I started going... Um, the summer of my senior in high school, so that's when I got my first like actual dependable job, like it, like <laughs> a paycheck every two weeks. So I knew for a fact I could afford the gas. And I know that I went several of those night drives, been on more than close to 100 by now. And um, I know that going on those night drives, like it really lets you allow you to think to yourself. So, like, like if you're not with somebody, like if you're with somebody, like that's great. It's really fun. But even now, I still go on night drives by myself. And it just offers you the opportunity to just really think about your life. And if you have like a decision you need to think about, you can put hours towards that decision. <laughs> like yeah. you, you can really think things through. I mean, sometimes you don't. Like I've still made some really stupid decisions even though I do that. But it's an opportunity. Yeah, it's 
it's something you're lucky with since you have a nicer, more dependable car. Mm. Uh, I I do not go on night drives by myself <laughs> um, for multiple reasons. I, I'm sure I would enjoy it. And as he said, it would definitely offer me an opportunity to think about my life personally, introspective for hours. Since the only time I'm able to do that now, it seems like is like in the shower. <laughs> it's like for hours. <laughs> yeah, and it's more like ten minutes of thinking. And I was like, oh shit, I still have to wash myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely night drives. Something I definitely recommend. Hundred percent. It, it's something because all right. So when me and Declan have gone to the same school since we've known each other. Yep. And. We were strictly like school friends for a long time. You know, we didn't hang out outside of school, partly because for you know a long time we didn't have our own cars, and I don't know. We were, I don't know why we didn't really hang out outside of school, but we were mostly like best school friends. And then once he started doing night drives, that was sort of our way to hang out outside of school. Yeah, it kind of bridged the gap. Yeah, because before we didn't really hang out. I mean, sometimes we go out to eat together. But other than that, night drives were what we did. That's that's how uh, we hung out. But since then, I, I feel like it was definitely a segue into, especially after you got back from the military, it was our way to... Much greater friendship. Yeah, and it is. explore different things. Mm-hmm. Like, you started going fishing with me, and, well, obviously now you're part of the channel as the main, uh, main filmer and whatnot, idea, podcast partner <laughs> <laughs> i'm an affiliate <laughs> yeah yeah i mean basically um but yeah for a while night drives were uh, all we did outside of school together so it's been something that uh just really defines us i guess especially yeah. you like i think definitely like oh night drive <laughs> night drive uh, is that it certainly helped evolve our friendship like, oh, it yeah. really has i i think it's because it's not a road trip. Like, it's not your typical road trip to a destination. No, you're just going. Yeah, you're just going. You're going with the flow. You're having a good time. And, you know, if you're over it. You drive back. You know, it's, it's not like a it's not like a boring Are We There Yet uh, road trip. Because you're just going and you're driving and you're talking and listening to music and having fun. But, yeah. I mean, we, we've seen some great places. Um, we've... I'm sure we've encountered some, we definitely have encountered some cool people, whether it be like Waffle House employees or, you know, in a gas station. Yeah, random, just random employees at gas stations. I mean, that's all we can really meet, I guess, since that's all the places. It's just kind of interesting that like you're out there that late at night and there's people working. There's still other people. Yeah, there's, there's other, and there's been a couple times where I think we've, encounter people doing the exact same thing yeah i think what we're doing yeah has to be i know several times we've seen people pull up at the weirdest times in the weirdest places mm-hmm. either by themselves two people or whatever i mean it just kind of puts in perspective how many people there are actually yes it's it's crazy and as a, we've seen some weird things <laughs> see some weird things you know from uh possible bodies being flung off of bridges to uh just seeing things on the side of the road that don't make any sense. The occasional drunk driver. The occasional drunk driver. That's... Which we do call the cops on. We do. and Or just driving around and ended up in the same place over and over again. Like our last night drive, we ended up Ugh. in Fairmount over that was and over. No matter, how hard, drive, no matter how hard we tried and how many different roads. 
it wasn't until we just got on the interstate and drove for like half an hour until we didn't end up back in. But Paramount. that made it even worse though, because we we literally went out avoiding the interstate. We we headed out avoiding it that night. Yep. And we ended up on my normal route at the end of everything, which really kind of made me mad because we kept we ended up coming to the same spot two times, two times to Fairmount. And then two times to a different place, the same place. Ranger. Ranger? Yeah. So we, we ended up in the same place twice, two times. And it just, at the point we were like, okay, we need to stop doing this. We just kept going on the night drive. And I was like, it just kind of ruined it at the end. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was still a nice night drive. Yeah. It was just it had, one of the more annoying ones. Yeah, annoying because like... How, and how I got chased end? down by a fucking trucker. Yeah, a wrecker. A wrecker, trucker, tow truck. Same difference. <laughs> all, all the same thing. Because uh, I, I think someone hit a deer. And we're driving down this road trying to get away from the it's, fucking town. It's in a mountain. Yeah. And this truck just starts riding our ass. And I was going, I was go so the speed limit is 55. And whenever I'm driving with Alex, I always go under the speed limit unless somebody behind me. So if somebody behind me, I'll go above the speed limit like I normally drive. So I kicked it up to 65 when he was behind me. He was still gaining on me. Now 65, like he's refusing to change lanes and go around me. Yeah. And know and, that this time we didn't realize it was a, like a tow truck. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he didn't have lights yeah, on. Or they ha he had the orange light bar, which we couldn't see. Yeah. but he didn't have them turned on. Yeah. So I'm going like 65 miles per hour, and he's coming up right on me, refusing to change lanes to go around me. Saying 65 miles per hour, it's too fast to stop and pull in somewhere if the person behind you is riding your ass going that fast as well. So I just increased my speed. We ended we got to like 90 miles per hour. Before we ended up coming up on a um, police car in the middle of the road with the lights on. And finally, I was able to slow down. And the trucker behind me just stayed there, behind me, <laughs> with no lights on or anything. And then all of a sudden, his lights come on and he goes around me. So you know what? Actually, he might have a police car. Maybe. I don't know. Because if he had stopped behind me, I don't uh -huh. know. Man, he was trying to figure out what to do. I, I have no <laughs> clue. But for a man, when we didn't realize it was the tow truck and just this big old truck just... Trying to ride your ass, it seemed like speeding through them roads. It was like, what the hell is going on? I yeah. thought it was trying to run us off the road for a minute. It was very not fun. It was very, uh, probably the most tense I felt, yeah, on that drive because like we we're going so fast and he was just keeping up with us. And was like, and we were why? keeping why? our eyes locked on the side. So of the many deer. deer. That was also last night drive, the most deer we've seen combined, combined, like. Five or six, maybe even seven times where I was like, deer, deer, side of the road, and, watch out. It wouldn't just be a single deer. It would It'd be like be a like group of eight them. of them. Yeah, it was like, that was a very stressing. We left, that was one of the earlier times we've left to gone back. It was like 2.30 when we went back home. Yeah, we, did, I, we ended up getting home. I know I got home at four, mm -hmm. but that's just because whenever the normal way I go home was blocked off by construction, I'd turn around and go away. Longer. Yeah. So I know I would have gotten home at like I, I got home a little bit after three, yeah. yeah. And all that time trying to get away and get further away. And <laughs> when we finally turned back around, we were only 45 minutes away from yeah. home, which is so weird. But just wow. We, another thing that I want to mention is we seem, I like all these little downtown areas we end up driving. Oh, through. yeah, I know. Just every town's downtown, I feel like we hit. Like downtown Griffin was a weird one. It was like it was. Two, 2 in the morning. It was like downtown Griffin. It was buzzing. Yeah, <laughs> it was buzzing. It was. There were people everywhere. Um, Mount Airy, Georgia. That's is, a good one. It's a um, factory town. 
So the town was alive at night, yeah. but only because of the fact yeah. that people were, people were <laughs> out at like, it was 3 a.m. by the time we were going through this, and people were out and about getting gas, going to work at the factory. They had a downtown it's area, a area but it was just kind of dead. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, it even looked like, if it had been daytime, it looked like it wouldn't have been too much going on there. Those fa- we've driven through a few factory towns. Yeah, like, we have. Ranger? Ranger's also a factory town. I, I think, think it, it looked, was. It looked like it. It had least, some industrial It areas, had some industrialness yeah. to it. But, uh, Mount Airy was definitely the definition of a factory town. Oh, yeah. And there's some nice schools, nice colleges and high schools up there. Oh, yeah, there Just are. secluded in the mm-hmm. mountains. It's like... Wow. I don't remember names of a lot of them. I know, I mean, Tacoa Falls, we yep. drove by. I know that, um, other thing that's kind of neat is, um, fucking near Hiawassee, what is it? That, that college up there? It's um, private? The, not Barry. No. Mm, mm. I know what you're talking about, but I can't put my finger on it. I think it's the same one I wanted to talk about. But. Yeah, either way, we're going to ignore it because we're not talking about what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, and, don't um, want to spread no lies. But w- one thing for sure is that you got to be careful on night drives. Like, for me, I- I'm always one to drive. Like, I always drive. I mean, like, I've done these a million times. And because it just, it's just preferred that way. And so, um... I always start my night drive off. I'll drive for about 30 minutes. If not, it's just start off with it, but I take a five hour energy just to have the shot going, just to keep the energy going. I don't always need it at the beginning, but I usually take it just to be safe. And then um, pick out a really nice ice cold drink, like preferably with ice in it. That way it stays cold for a long time because the cold drink will keep you awake and then grab another either energy drink or five hour energy just for later in case you need it. Oh, yeah, because like, stay, staying awake sometimes is really hard. Yeah. Especially if you're the driver, you need to. And, and if you're by yourself. Like, if you're oh, by yourself, it's, it's like, with Alex, I can, we can literally talk. And if you're talking to somebody, you it's going to be a lot to go to sleep. Yeah, like, you're, you're keeping your mind open. Dead time. Yeah, you're keeping the, the mind flowing. But um, if you're by yourself, you need to be careful. Because I know there were, there were several times that whenever I went on, first on by myself, I can probably count on more than one hand how many times I almost killed myself by falling asleep at the wheel. So it's something you really have to be careful of. Like, yeah. if, if you're going to go on a night drive by yourself, start minimal and keep growing exponentially. Like, this time, me and Alex have gotten to the point where yeah. we can leave at 8 p.m. at night, get home at 6 or 7 in the morning <laughs> without even caring about going to sleep. Yeah. Like, it, it's a weird thing to be like, oh, yeah, um, like being a noob or a rookie at it. But it's for real, like, if, you're, if you've never done anything like it before, it's you're going to have a rude awakening. Well... A rude awakening when you're flying yeah. off the road because you actually you have to train your body and your mind a little bit to stay up that late, oh, and, and not even just staying up late, late but driving while driving. Because yeah. I, even before that, I stay up till ridiculous hours mm-hmm. of the night, playing video games, reading books, whatever, or just watching TV or something like that. Literally until two or three in the morning. But doing something like that is a lot different than driving. Like it, it, driving still drains energy out of you because you're having to focus a lot more on something. Yeah. It's weird to say, but especially just if you go on the same routes or where you are, it's almost an art. (laughs) It's almost an art in a way, especially just depending on how you drive and everything or how you want it to go. Like, it's an art. And it's something something that does take practice. I mean, obviously, I'm always the passenger, so I just have to make sure I stay awake just for the sake of... Stay awake and having the passenger point out animals that... Even if... I tell Alex, I'm like, listen up. If you don't like the way I'm driving, tell me and I'll change it. Because the fact of the matter is I'm going on a night drive, but we're both supposed to enjoy it. 
Yeah. So if I'm going faster than he would enjoy, by myself on my drives, I drive pretty stupid. So if, if I ever drive with him, I don't I, I don't want to make him uncomfortable because that defeats the purpose of the night drive. Yeah. And then at the same time, I tell him, I still get pissed off at him sometimes, <laughs> but I still tell him that, hey, if you see something, let me know. Like, even yeah. if it's obvious, let me know. And like, even our, like our, on our last night drive, um, you pointed something out and um, I was like, oh yeah, like, I can't see that, blah, blah, blah. I said something else to you and I was like, I apologize. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I ask you to point stuff out for me. Keep doing it. Because I don't want him to just not do it. And then all of a sudden, I hit a fucking gear because I'm a dumbass. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of a teamwork, actually, what it, it is. It is a teamwork to stay awake, stay alert, and uh, keep it keep it nice. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, night drives are just great. Definitely recommend it to anyone, um, uh, whether you're by yourself or with other people. Yeah. I think we should, I think we should leave this podcast off and just... Um, not not like a few t tips, but a, a few uh, few ending notes for people who want to do it. Like for one, I would say enjoy yourself. You know, talk, get to know whoever you're driving with, or you've known them your whole life, or you know, someone fairly new, and just be courteous to each other. As Declan said, yep. you know, don't don't just keep the music up the whole time. Turn it down. Make sure you know maybe they want to hit up the aux or the Bluetooth. Um, you know. If you're driving erratic and they say something, you know, just make it a nice, courteous, bonding time. Yep. Um, and whether by yourself or somebody else, use the time to grow. Yeah. Learn about yourself. Learn about them. Make some decisions. Because even if sometimes it's really nice sitting here with my best friend in the car and having something going on in my life, something going on in his life, and we get a second opinion on the matter. Mm -hmm. We ask them, hey, this is what's going on. And you get a second opinion on it. And that way you that way you really know how to gauge the situation. Yeah, it's, it's very introspective as well. Especially when you're driving alone, I assume. But yeah, just the other thing. Um, Safety-wise, as Declan said, start slow. Uh, work like May drive an hour. Just an hour and back. And then work your way up little by little. Um, you know, just know your limits. Know your car. Don't don't super speed um, <laughs> in an area you're not familiar with. Yeah. Actually, just for sake of it, follow the speed limit. F follow the speed limit. <laughs> I mean, if you're into the rush, just save it for when you know the roads a bit better. Um, and yeah, just it's really just be safe, enjoy just yourself, enjoy yourself, be courteous, look out for animals, and you know, it. In time, you'll have probably great memories, whether it be. Scary stories to tell, funny things to say, um, getting to know whoever you're with, getting to know yourself. It's, or a new scarf from that car accident. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think this was a good topic to talk about our first podcast. Since I think you got a lot of juice out of it. it it's, some, <laughs> it's something that we've had so many memories of and uh, we have so much experience with. And uh, we are going to probably end it here because we're running up to 50 minutes. I definitely want to keep the first one under an hour. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. And if you're um, still listening, thank you. Yeah, if you made it all the way to uh, the end, uh, congratulations. Uh, big thanks to you. If you want to hear more podcasts from us, uh, definitely let me know. It's something that I, I am interested in doing that I don't do often. But I know podcasts don't get many views or retention times just because, I mean... It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Yeah. Um, but if uh, there's anything y'all want us to talk about specifically, any topics, let us know. If there's any critiques y'all have, let us know. And I hope y'all enjoyed this. Declan, did you enjoy yourself? I actually quite did. I was kind of surprised how far 
You're gonna yeah, love it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of memories. <laughs> me, me, me and Declan just talk forever, so why not do it in front of a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, y'all take care. We are gonna cut the mic now. Um, without further ado, the Southern Woods out.